What's up, everybody? It's episode 99.6 of your world-famous Stick and Ring podcast, the formerly known hockey podcast, now turned sports entertainment podcast, the podcast where we say we're going to talk hockey, but if there's no hockey to talk about, we will not talk hockey. In fact, we'll talk everything but hockey. But I'm joined, as always, by my two boys, my two homies, my two guys who I barely remember what they recognized. Or fuck me. What the <laughs> Hot don't, start, try and, don't try and multitask. Holy food. fuck, Josh, do you smell that burnt toast? <laughs> oh, harder, baby. <laughs> How do you do the rest of this with your left side of your face when you're numb? Elijah, Elijah, that was a that was a premium fucking start. <laughs> Dude, that was that was, that was a sprinter oh, in full speed who just put his left foot into like a six inch deep hole and face planted afterwards. That it's like was a sprinter dude. who just didn't see the hurdle right in front of him and just fucking trucked it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what that was, boys? That was a total Ed response, dude. That was an Ed intro. Fuck off. <laughs> you don't try and pass off. Don't try. It's not a talking stick. You can't pass off the Ed designation. That doesn't work like that. Dude, the fact that I was the one that called you Ed, you know what? It's fine. Yeah, Let's don't come at me, dude. I'll come at you twice as hard and I'll, I'll get everything yeah. else on my side. Yeah, well, now Either that, way. Dude, I'm going to lock you out of the Instagram so you have no content control over there. And I'm going to expose you for what you've become. You're a chasing dude and you know it. Oh. Yeah, I'm not. I refuse to be that fucking Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. Um, as I was saying, we're joined, as always, by these guys, Josh and Raffle. Boys, how are you doing? We'll start with you, Josh. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's good to be back. Uh, I actually got to see you today, Elijah. For That's right. Two minutes, socially distanced, I will say, Raph. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Um, and uh, Elijah, I can confidently say you have not changed. Still your <laughs> milk bag body and still your bushy <laughs> hair and... I love it. It fired me right up. I literally went home and like I got in my car and I just started like chuckling like <laughs> like I miss that kid. Like that was kind of nice. <laughs> Best five minutes. I, uh, I will mm. say that I did consider coming down in, in nothing but a robe or something like that just because oh, I feel God. like I feel like you've missed <laughs> you've missed the personality, but you've also missed the visuals. So yeah, your nudity. I've missed that. Yeah, the shirt yeah. off was definitely gonna be a part of the play, but it just didn't turn out. Because especially when I walked downstairs and I saw that you like, you look like you're ready to take me out to a nice five star dinner. But dude, I dressed to impress nice today. Yeah, I yeah. dressed to impress. Josh, why were you dressed so nice, anyways? Where are you going? Literally, I was actually just out and about. Believe it or not, like I was literally just. I had to go to work. I had to pick up some stuff, and then um, I had to pick something up for a Christmas gift today oh, yeah. um, from Elijah. So. I uh yeah, that I was just dressed all nice for dressed up and nowhere to go. I think that's the same, is it not? I think it is. Sound sounds familiar. It sounds like a very COVID particular saying. Yeah, um, exactly. Raph, how are you, buddy? Super good. Chilling, fucking living the dream. Let's just go down the Raph checklist here. You you, you feel you feel rested. <laughs> yeah. That's one. So that's uh, positive no, note. No, don't feel rested. Uh Uncheck you that. didn't say you were tired, so there's you were an, there's, an as, there's an asterisk next to it. Okay, we're playing that one on protest. First yeah. one protested. Yeah. Second one, you're uh-huh. a little bit high. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. So that always helps. That yeah. always helps the mood a little bit. <laughs> and then yeah. no like 
Uh, do you have the tea with you? Do you have the maple green tea? No, I don't have the tea with me. I have okay. uh, I have a mug of water because I drink water out of mugs like a fucking psychopath. And I have yeah. <laughs> I have some aromatherapy hand cream with me right now. Oh, buddy. Wow. Yeah. So, so when, when I when I said that Raffle Raffle's personality best matches Joe, I think I pretty much nailed it. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? And, 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 and on the Raffle checklist, I would say like relating it to elementary school. I feel like we're on the the probably like the the third of four, like the the meets expectation box, but not like the exceeds expectation box for today. I mean, on how Raffle's well feeling? Yeah. Well, I mean, like yeah. okay, so like. I am very awake considering how much sleep I got. The only reason we're putting an asterisk next to that one is because I slept for like five hours only last night. Oh, but it was, but you it was, feel good. I feel good. It was my own demise. Yeah. Yeah. I took it, a nap halfway through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yesterday I took like a nap halfway through the day, which was not a clutch move. It was like one of those accidental naps where you're just sitting and then you just, you just fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. That's funny. I, I take one of those like six days a week. Yeah, every time I call you midday, I always wake you up from some, some sort of weird nap. <laughs> yeah, it's after hanging out with Josh. I, I always rip him for taking naps, and now I'm like an everyday nap. <laughs> Dude, nap I'm guy. telling you, man. But Dude, watch, like, let me ask you this. How good do you feel? How good do you I, feel after those It naps? actually, like, I will, I, this has always been a known fact that naps make you feel pretty damn good, but I will say it's not flawless. Like, I woke up today, and I felt like someone punched me in the face when I woke up. Can wait, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel great. Serious question. After a nap how much time has to pass before you feel good after taking that nap? Because for me, I'm like a 20 minute to half hour window where after I take that nap, I feel like absolute garbage and I hate myself for it. But then after 30 minutes, I start feeling good. And I'm like, this works. Same as like the Josh thing. It's not every time that I feel shitty, but when I do feel shitty like today, it took me like, you're right, like 15 to 20 minutes to even do anything remotely productive. Like I woke, I think it took me 15 minutes to decide that I was no longer going to nap. Like I was just going to get up. Yeah, and then right. I actually decide from there. But I will say there are times where I get up and I'm like, all right, where's my to-do list? I'm going to fuck this world up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a good mixed bag of tricks, I would say that. Fair, fair. Right. Boy, right. like boys, you know what I would say about today? What it, what it really feels like? Uh, it kind of feels like the night before Christmas, but if Christmas was like not a good thing. Because <laughs> it's, it's the night before restrictions. It's the night before... The restrictions are either renewed or we move on. Yep. It's all up to Bonnie Henry if she wants to re-sign the contract, extend extend the restrictions, and I feel a bit antsy, you know? I don't know about you guys. I feel like maybe, just maybe, maybe she'll come out and she'll say, yeah, COVID's cured, back to normal, see ya. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the one thing that is still kind of like the most frustrating part of all of this is... Like, the cases that we're getting, like, they're so delayed because the health system is so backed up. And it's obviously to no fault of their own. They're just, again, like, busy and people are being stupid. But, like, these numbers are, like, from, like, two weeks ago. It's like, yeah, it's like we had these cases. But it's like, well, nothing, like, nothing seems to be changing. So I I feel like the restrictions are going to stay the same, like... If we can, if we open it up, dude, right before Christmas, like holy fuck, like talk about a gong show, like it's just gonna be Thanksgiving and Halloween all over again. It'll even even worse, dude, because like you don't even have room to breathe. I mean, yeah. To be fair, like what Thanksgiving is what first week of October, uh, something like that. Yeah, first or second, I think it is. And then and then Halloween, yeah. So I guess it's you know, relatively close, but I mean, fuck dude, like Christmas, like 25th, Boxing Day 26th, 
Then you've got five days to figure it out. And then you have New Year's Eve and then you have New Year's Day, which I'm pretty sure they fall on a Thursday and Friday, no less. So I think you're right. Yeah. Like it's going to be party central anyway. So like, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that I really care about is I just want to get back on the ice boys. I just, I want to, I want to get back to skating. I just, I love being around the guys and like, I know. It's just like that is the biggest element to this. Keep everything closed, but please, 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 Bonnie, just let me do stick and puck at 10 a.m. on a Friday. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's driving You're, me crazy. Yeah, everyone's worried about like the 15, 16 year old kids who their growth has been stunted and they might they might lose a bit of they might lose a step or two and then not get the eyes on them that the scouts need. But really, she should be worrying about Josh, dude. This guy's this guy's missing out on his fucking backwards crossover right now. He was he was he was riding high for a second, and not to mention Raffle. Yeah, dude, Raffle was picking up where he left off too. Yeah, I've been yeah, yeah, but I've also kind of like replaced fucking ice skating with snowboarding right now. Like I feel like all all the time we've yeah all the time that we've been spending ice skating, I've just like since we haven't been doing anymore, we've just been on the mountain instead, right? Yeah, true. Josh was there last week. I was there a couple dude, weeks that before, was a, too. Dude, that was a blast, man. The snow was actually pretty decent. Yeah, uh, but it didn't look like it coming into it, hey? No, no, it, it like, didn't. I mean, like, it was raining when we first got there. Yeah, eight degrees uh, at the base of the mountain. By the time we got to the top, it was zero, but it was fucking rain. Yeah, but I think the rain only lasted, what, like 25 minutes? Not even? No more than fine. a half hour, yeah. And then it was like yeah, a so rotation between bluebird and clouds. Yeah, so... Overall, I love ski season, but dude, stopping on skis compared to stopping on skates, like it, it, it felt a little weird for sure. Like I, I tried to stop like really aggressively on skis. I'm like, okay, this is these aren't skates. Like I actually have to like relax because my legs are like, oh my god, they're so tired. We need to slam on the brakes. So yeah. Anyway, but did you yeah, feel more I'd... comfortable on your skis though? All things considered, yeah. Because I mean, better I mean, consider. Yeah, I mean, considering I hadn't gone skiing and like I never went once last year, um, and as soon as I was gonna go in February is when uh, you know COVID started to become a little bit more of a thing. Yeah. So I never ended up going. So I, yeah, like it had been over a year um, since I'd been on my French fries, but uh, yeah, um, it felt pretty natural when I was up there for sure. Yeah. I would say it definitely like whenever when I learned how to skate and then ended flip to skiing it def- it literally felt like i was i was wearing like giant ice skates like six yeah. foot long ice skates that's what it felt like yeah for sure yeah better I agree. understanding of things um okay why don't we move on boys we got a huge topic to start out here uh, i was announced i think about four hours ago through maybe even five uh mm-hmm. then logan paul and floyd mayweather are going to be participating in an exhibition boxing match in february 20th i think it was yeah i might have got that date wrong it was just brief yeah, I, just I think over, you're right but, but Man, this is monumental news in the boxing world because I, I'm whenever whenever one of the greatest of all times is going to fight, this is like like Mike Tyson fighting. It was huge news, but this is Floyd still at like a capable age of fighting, yeah. and yeah. arguably the greatest of all time. And he's going to be fucking fighting Mr. YouTube. Like, like what <laughs> world do we live in, guys? I don't understand. Is this like yeah, the 21st you know century's equivalent of David David versus Goliath? Kind of, yeah. Except like David, like you're supposed that. to cheer for David, but David's kind of a yeah <laughs> okay you might have to bleep that one Fuck. grab that's... mark mark that time down Too yeah that's fine now it's fine dude i'll wear i'll wear that on my head that's all right <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fried egg on my head you know what it seems though right now is like even with like the tyson fight and and now all this logan paul shit and obviously like 
we thought there was going to be a fight with Evander Kane and Logan Paul. Um, it, it seems like this is just kind of like the boxing world is turning into like, it almost seems like they're stealing the idea of Barstool's rough and rowdy. Like where except kind of, it's yeah. like unreal fighters. You know what I mean? Like that's what it kind yeah. of seems like. So anyway. I mean, I feel bad. Like shout out to Tommy, the tractor guy. We've had him on before way, way back. I think in like February, January, something like that. Um, this guy, he's actually like a huge boxing fan and he boxes in his own personal life. And I think the entire boxing world probably feels the same, but I feel kind of like annoyed that this like whole sideshow is taking over their sport. Like, like they've had, I, even when, when some of the big names that are currently in boxing fight, they do not get as much attention as like this kind of brand of fight does. Like it yeah. kind of feels like the entire sport is going this way where all the money is just in these, like these name titled fights where it has like, it's going to be an absolute bad fight. Like Logan Paul's going to get his shit kicked in. Dude, but, I'd be surprised if he goes three rounds. I'd yeah, but, be but in a sense, like it, it kind of is the same as the McGregor fight where I feel like Floyd could knock him out if he wanted to, or at least like hurt him pretty bad. Oh, 100%. You know, I, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Do you think there's yeah, any I mean, situation where Logan Paul would win by knockout? No. Like there's, you think there's no absolutely chance. no possible way. Dude, well, there, Floyd, there's always, you're saying there's a chance. I mean, there's always, there's always, a, always a chance. There's always yeah. a chance. Yeah. yeah but totally. I'm saying like, what like if, if this is the like reality that we're living in where this actually happens and this goes through, you know? Like crazy I mean, enough, if if any of us entered the ring and just closed our eyes and swung a couple times, there's a chance. Yeah. There's always a yeah, chance. There's always a chance. I, th- there's always a chance, but I think the other thing, like, it's so slim, dude. Like, you're going up against arguably the greatest defensive boxer yeah. ever, if not the well, greatest. Well, the greatest for sure, but arguably the best boxer of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Straight for up. Sure. Like, I'd be, dude, I'd be surprised if, if that happens, like, completely. Um, I'd even be crazy enough to just maybe throw a hundred bucks on that happening. Cause like, if it does happen, you're rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And I think, I mean, in terms of pay-per-view, uh, views and everything like, dude, this shit would blow up. Like yeah. Logan Paul is huge in the YouTube world. He has such a big fan base and you're kind of merging these internet YouTube trolls with these big Floyd fans who just love this guy so much. Like these two guys are larger than life kind of like personalities in their own respective way. Yeah. And they're, they're going into Floyd's territory, man. So, you know, if you're going to go into the boxing ring, dude, like you're going to fight Floyd. Like if you're going to talk all this shit, like you're going to like Floyd will always come out of retirement because he thinks he can beat anyone, which he probably can. So maybe I'll ask this question uh, for all you guys here is, who who's the smarter one out of these two? Because I'll I'll give huge props up to Floyd that somehow he's he's cemented himself in this like alternate reality of boxing world, but he somehow always gets people into his realm. Like it's not like he's going out and he's like competing in like a MMA. like some a sort of stupid match. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like especially with the McGregor one, he got him into his realm, and here he is with Lo- like Logan Paul. I would I would say that Logan's really riding his coattails in terms of money here. But, totally. Like. Is McGregor the smart, or sorry, is Mayweather the smart one, or is Logan, or are they both? Dude, I, I think, think. Go on. Yeah, Raph, go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say I think Logan Paul is definitely gonna be the smarter one out of the two of them because his gain is gonna be so much more substantial compared uh, compared to what he already has. 
where it's like yeah. Mayweather already has so much fucking money that whatever he does, like what he gets from sponsorships, ticket sales, all that kind of stuff, it'll be it'll be huge. It'll be a lot. But compared to what he already has, it'll probably be it won't be anything too crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, where it's yeah. like Logan Paul could have a substantial larger amount of money now if he follows through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say I mean, sorry, go ahead. I think my biggest thing with it is like, we've seen this from the beginning, dude, like Logan Paul, like he dominated YouTube when YouTube first became a thing. Like he's broadcasted his entire life pretty much like since he's ever been on YouTube, like since he's ever like been in existence, like, He's so ahead of the game, man. Like, he's built his own brand. And, you know, I think Floyd, like, he'll always draw um, attention on the big crowd. Not because he's, like, I wouldn't say he's, like, an electric boxer. I would not say that at all. Because, like, defensively, like, like it, it, he's not, like, as aggressive as people obviously want him to be. But the reason why he draws in crowds is because he's undefeated. So anyone's going to tune in because everyone wants to see the big loss to see if it ever comes. Um, so I think like Floyd's smart, but I think, yeah, I agree with Raph. Jake is a lot smarter or Logan is a lot yeah. smarter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, everything is pretty clear. They're both insanely smart because they're both smart, whatever you want to call it. They're both going to be insanely rich after this if oh, they're totally. not already. Yeah. And um, what this is starting to feel like to me, it, it this, this almost reminds me more of like the WWE world than it does the boxing world because like like what yep. raffle said do you see a world where where jake where logan paul maybe knocks him out and i thought about it, i'm like you know what i do on the sense of like is there a storyline in there somewhere where floyd loses at all and like maybe that leads to more money for both of them down the line like i wonder if there's some sort of angle that i'm not seeing where it's more of like a fucking storyline mm-hmm. than it is a boxing match that's what i that's what i was thinking about a little bit Oh, yeah, I mean, I would say that was pretty much the, the narrative of the McGregor and Mayweather fight. Like, every like everyone had a pretty good knowledge that, like, dude, like, McGregor's good. Like, he's cool and everything. Like, he's great, and he talks a lot of shit. Um, but, dude, like, you're going up against, like, you're going up against the, arguably the greatest boxer. Like, you're not, like, there's no way that he expected to win. He did it for the money. He did it for the ratings. Like, that's yeah. why these fights are, that's why these fights are starting to come out, which, in a way, like if you're a fan of like actually like good boxing matches and all that, like you're almost starting to think like, okay, these guys are just kind of like sellouts in a way. Cause now it's like, they're not, they don't even care who they fight. They just want a big payout regardless of if they win or lose. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, yeah. an- Another angle that I'll kind of give you guys some stats here on is that. So in terms of the betting odds, like I know we were saying, Bet a hundred bucks on on Logan Paul make it make a ton. It's actually not that much money, um, really. So far, the opening odds has Logan Paul at nine to one. So bet a hundred, you get you win a thousand total. Um, that's quite so a not, lot. Yeah, but that's that's in the like if you bet on Logan Paul and he won, you'd feel like a genius. You'd feel like the mastermind on the earth that needs to like have a news story about him. When in reality, you you, you like ten times your money. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. The other thing I will say is that, and actually this is a side note, is that um, Logan Paul actually came in at less of an underdog than Conor McGregor did. Isn't that kind of weird? Really? Yeah. That's like Conor McGregor opened up at nine plus 950 and Logan Paul's opening up at plus 900. Now where the line went after that, I imagine a lot of money actually went towards McGregor as the, the time went on to, closer to the fight. Yeah. But 
I think one thing that might be helping Logan Paul is there might not actually be an official weight limit for this fight because it's an exhibition. Right. Like apparently Floyd usually can't even get up to 150. Like he usually fights under 150. And yeah. Logan Paul weighed in, and I think 189 on his his uh, the other fight that he 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 fought KSI or whatever that guy's name. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's what he weighed in at. So there might be a huge weight difference that might actually help him. But yeah. I digress. Uh, we can move on if you guys want. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm down. Guys, you guys want to move into some Mark Donnelly talk, the talk of the town? Yeah. Oh, man. The man himself. Jesus. Fuck. So. For all those who have seen the headlines but don't understand, or for those who have been living under a rock and have not seen the stories, um, there was a parade, or not a parade, a rally. An anti-mask rally. Yeah, an anti-masker. Who would have known that we thought we had like the deep south that also lives down here in BC, Vancouver. Yeah, in the, in the great white north. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, fuck us. So, sa- Saturday from 12 to 4, it was called, I think it was called the Christmas Parade, the Christmas Freedom Rally or something like that. Oh, my God. And oh. our boy, Mark Donnelly, big fan of the <laughs> podcast, huge fan. Had him on here, never, but would have done it before the controversy. Like, no doubt in my mind, would have done it. Probably would still do it. think we get Fuck him it. on now? Yeah, I feel like hit a guy, not, hit a guy when he's at his lowest, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, dude, come hang out in the slums in the slum podcast basement (laughs) with the stick and rink boys and we'll get you big, buddy. Come join us, buddy. Um, (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll promise him that we'll clean up his image and then we'll just absolutely like make it worse. Yeah, like come hang out with the dogs, dude. (laughs) Come feed off the scraps. So Mark Donnelly (laughs) being the the official kind of anthem singer for the Canucks where he sings most at most the home games when he's around and playoff games. Uh, he was officially participating in this rally and singing at it to promote it. And so our boy, our other boy, huge fan of the podcast, also unofficial official sponsor of the podcast, came in <laughs> hot and said, pretty much fired him on the spot via Twitter for doing that. <laughs> like, it, this year just keeps getting more 2020 as we go on. I know, dude. Everyone's saying I can't wait for it to be over. Side note, I am not looking forward to that because hopefully it's hopefully 2021 is at least as funny as 2020 because there's fucking hilarious things that happen every day i wish there was just a bunch of shit that happened without the whole covid thing you know i wish we could just live through this where it's just like yeah everything changes just for a year you know and covid's not a thing anyway um i'm trying to think of where how i want to take this here i guess like you know I think I think the biggest thing, the reason why he got fired, though, it's got to be a PR stunt, does it not? Like, I mean, you can't, like, dude, what happens to, dude, the Canucks would get canceled. Canucks Twitter would cancel the Canucks if they didn't <laughs> fire Mark Donnelly. That is what Canucks Twitter does. Like, it I is. feel like it. that's what would have happened. So, you know, I think... uh like, is it that big of a deal that he's an anti-masker? When people say, like, they don't want to wear a mask, I'm like, sick, dude, neither do I. But also at the same time, it's like, I do because I'm courteous and I'm, it's not for myself, it's for other yeah. people around me. But I think for him, though, like, I don't know. Like, I don't like how if you're, you know, in a position of not necessarily power, but I guess influence... Yeah, you can get ostracized. A position of a position of prominence, kind of thing. Like yeah, prominence. You can get shunned or ostracized if you don't agree with the social norms, and I think that's kind of upsetting. 
Like yeah, in a way you, that like this this has nothing to do with the Canucks. Not one thing. He's yeah. expressing his own personal opinion and he gets fired for that because he knows that the owner has to protect his business, which is something bigger than him. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I did not expect I did not expect you, you to agree with me. I don't know where Raffle stands on this, but I'm kind of the same way. Like I I don't feel bad for the guy because clearly he's a little bit dumb in the head to be able to do this. But totally. at the same time, like I mean, his his point of view is stupid. Like I think it's dumb, but yeah. I also think it's dumb how he can't express like something. Like it's not like he's wearing a Canucks jersey at the rally. Like yeah. it, I don't know. So like yeah. maybe what it is is he's using his position of prominence to try and like draw in a bigger crowd yeah kind of like like elevate yeah. the rally because he said he was going to sing at them to, i guess to hopefully promote it or do something like that for sure which i could see the side of that i i, I think what i my general feeling about just the last many years on this planet is that I, I i i don't really love it at all when people get fired from their job like like shout out to my boys because i've been there before <laughs> but I would like I just don't really like it when they get fired for reasons that I don't think should affect your job. Like it's just so weird. Like could you imagine like if let's say if he was not an anthem singer for the Canucks, if he was a fucking line cook at KFC, like he does not get fired from his job. I have a question for you then. I just want to see I just like an interesting take on uh on this whole topic here. Remember back I think it. it was in 2010 when the Canucks had that playoff push? Yeah. The well-known playoff push that nearly fucking burned down our city. Do you remember yeah. on one of the Jumbotron screens, it got broadcasted everywhere, there was a woman that flashed the the cameraman? That's sick, dude. Do you remember that, Elijah? <laughs> uh, was that at the stadium or was that on the streets? That was at the stadium, if I remember right. I think it was 2010. I could be wrong. Um, but when that was happening, so that obviously got aired because they couldn't fucking censor it in time. She got let go <laughs> from her job and like a bunch of other things and she got reprimanded. Where do you stand on that? Do you also think that that's? Do you think that there's any like? Do you think that that's just in any way, or do you also think that that's kind of fucking? I think it's bullshit, to be honest. Like, I I, I guess I see it. Like, I understand <laughs> it. Be like, you could you could explain it to me where I wouldn't be able to like partially disagree with you and say like, no, that's not right. But in this, like, if you if you made me choose, I would I don't agree with it. I just well, think that, like it's someone's like when she's when she's showing her tits to a camera at a game. Yeah, it's like not probably good image for anyone. Yeah, but. I mean, like, is are, are boobies really that offensive? But here's but, but here's is, you my have to, like thing, reprimand though. somebody for doing that because otherwise everyone's gonna be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, what happens if you just like fucking scan the bleachers with a camera and everyone's just flashing their titties? You know? For sure. Yeah. Totally. I think I think the other side of it though is like I feel like there's possibly like some sexism to that though. Like, if you fire a girl because she flashes her tits, like, dude, like, what if me and Elijah go? we flash our tits at the camera dude like guys do that all the time like what's yeah. the big fucking deal people show up shirtless to football games all the time yeah what's well, like, body paint to you man yeah but what if you like, flash your well, dong then what yeah yeah That's, i don't know if it, i don't know if it's quite sexist but it is on the level of like are all boobs equal and i don't think I, they are dude ask miley cyrus man free the nipple movement what was that like five years ago <laughs> when she was doing that shit and i'm all for it well, I'm an I'm a huge anti bra guy. Don't get me wrong. I hate bras, dude. Anytime you yeah. tell me that you need to wear something with wires on your like tightly on your chest, that's a no go for me. Unless you want yeah. to, 
But well, I mean, I mean, Elijah, you've got some sizable little knockers there. Like, yeah. So, so here's like, I think a, if I ever felt compromised, <laughs> I would not be wearing support. How many, how many years down the road until you think you have back problems? Well, I've already started with those, so it's going to be a tough, tough fucking rubric to bring up. So, Elijah, uh, Seinfeld reference here. Remember that episode where George makes the male bra and he calls yeah. it the bro? No, he calls it the man's ear, doesn't he? Oh, I thought he. Oh, I thought he called it the bro. I think there was. I, I don't even know if they said that in the episode, but it was a man's ear, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I think there was another show where they did the same thing, where they made like the man bra. They called it the bro. I died. Jesus. Um, well, that's pretty yeah, much what, so. that's pretty much what underwear companies did when they when they made like the little ballpark pouch hashtag sacks for your nuts and your balls and your and yeah. your schlong. That's yeah. pretty much like the 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 male equivalent of a bra. Totally. You Except know? there's no wires in there. The whole them. Yeah, definitely but, not. I don't know that no. either. Um, but anyway, going back to Mark Donnelly, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. His point of view is dumb. Point of view yeah. is dumb. But you know how like he should be allowed to disassociate himself from a seasonal job because I'm sure he doesn't <laughs> yeah. just sing anthems at the Canucks games for a living. Yeah. Um. Like he obviously has something else going on. So yeah. I. I again. Like I don't necessarily like it, but you know that's yeah. That's just my opinion. I'm gonna give my final thoughts and then say okay. The fact that he sang at it makes it. It gives it a bit more of a case for him being fired. If he just attended it and was like photographed there, or like made videos of himself just attending it, I think totally. that's fine. I don't. I definitely don't think you should be fired for that. Have your own opinion, whatever. As dumb as it is. Yeah, but I get the the thing that I still disagree with though is like on social media people drag him and be like, basically like bury him and cancel him and all. Like I agree, okay, so maybe he's canceled as the singer for the future, but like, are we gonna look back at Mark Donnelly and be like, have a like almost paint him with the same brush as like the Me Too movement? Like that's just not that's not what it should be. No, for sure, no, definitely not. Um, now I don't think was there a video released of him actually singing the anthem. Yeah, I saw a shitty camp, like a cell phone did, recording of it. Did he hold like the Canada, like on the very last note? Like, did he oh, do that? Did he I don't hold know if he that did note? that. Like, how he dude, usually that holds fucking electric. That he usually holds electric. the mic out to the crowd when it, like, during I think like the second verse of the song, usually holds the microphone out to the crowd. He did not do that, which no, I was shocked at. But like, doesn't he always go like super high on the last, like, like oh Canada? And he just like does that, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, it gets me so fired up. I think he does it on the four, the, for the the four, the. Oh yeah, four. Oh yeah, it's yeah. He kills D. that. He kills that note. Yeah, um, uh, he, I'll still, I'll still try and shout about him like a cameo one day for like an anthem, like the boys' first beer league game. Like, Mark, can you sing for us, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring him on the podcast, and we'll, and we'll be like, hey man, like we'll give you some merch and a two hundred dollar gift card to Lululemon or something. <laughs> and you just have to sing the national anthem for us, and then we're chilling. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll exchange services. I'll I'll give him advice on what to do after you get fired, and he'll uh, give me advice through what to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah, I guess we can we can move on from the old Mark, Mark Donnelly talk. Uh, we can we can move it right uh, along into NFL talk. If you guys are ready for that, Raph, if you're always geared up for the NFL talk, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. Do we want to go? Wait, do we want to jump in the Bachelor first or what? Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. The added, he added topic there. So let's the jump into that topic. here first. So okay. since since you pretty much remind me of uh, Ed, why don't you just go on and and jump into <laughs> your thoughts first? 
Um, okay, last episode. First of all, I, I don't think I'm Ed, dude. Like, if I were to actually, like, give myself a person, oh, man. Like, you know I what? Know so, I, it was a joke to put Ed in there. Guys. None of us are Ed. We're not Ed. Thankfully, none of us Ed. are. We're not, we're not Ed. I think my other two were accurate with you. Uh, maybe not the Spencer one. What was the other one I put? No, nah, oh, Jason, Jason? wasn't accurate. Dude, nah, they're was, all neither. douchebags. Don't yeah, none of them were accurate. That. None of them were accurate. The ones yeah. for Raffle, the ones for Raffle were all pretty accurate, but even oh, mine were a bit of a stretch. Dude, 100%. Um, I'm trying to think as to who who were Raffle. Uh, his was Zach, the like balding guy that was in the hot tub slurping face with Tasha, And then there was, <laughs> uh, it was Ivan the like yeah dope looking nice guy and then yeah. yeah that's a great fucking great description elijah and then who is who joe. is the older guy on this latest episode and joe well, who is the older guy on the latest episode trying on like wedding wedding shit with Tasha? that was zach see i i like zach you like i feel ah, like i don't know if i do man see i i'm kind of a zach fan like if i were to actually compare myself i feel like zach would kind of be it Okay, well, I was going to say, Zach is not a good comparison because this dude is shy, he's awkward, and he's just not, like, he can't, he's not smooth, dude. Like, this, the, the whole... Dude, I talk- I'm not smooth. Well, no, maybe not smooth is the right word, but at least you try. And you yeah. might, like, sometimes it doesn't, it crashes and burns, but at least you try. This guy just kind of stays, like, it kind of, he was doing it in the beginning where he would say, oh, I'm just really shy around you, like, really, really just nervous, you know? But we're like, mm-hmm. we're like fucking five weeks into this, and he's still saying that stuff. Like, dude, like, come on, like, yeah. the counts, the counts, zero and two. Can we start batting yet, or what? Yeah, I know. Seriously, like, you're literally getting the red light from your manager to keep taking yeah. taking pitches outside. Like, you're gonna have to start swinging for the fences here, buddy. And exactly. the way that the bachelor works, man, like, if you don't say you're falling for the girl by like at least like episode six, like you're out, man. Like, you're good as gone. Um, yeah, and you know who did that, and it he <laughs> I I'll admire it. Say, what he a swung, transition, he, Josh. He he swung <laughs> for the fences, dude. But fucking easy, man. That guy <laughs> went down for a guy. Rest to be in easy, peace, easy. <laughs> that was that was a hard that was a hard look, dude. That was a tough look <laughs> yeah. for easy. Um, yeah, I just I just I came into that date. I'm like, dude. I'm like, there's something like. I'm like, she has not talked to this guy at all. I'm like, when you get a one-on-one and you don't let, and you barely talk to the girl, dude, like just pack your shit and get back and just yeah. get in the back of that suburban and head for the airport, dude. Like you're not, you're <laughs> yeah. not going, you're not staying, dude. I just find so. it like, yeah, that that's true. Because at the beginning of that, when he was, when he was the one chosen, you, that, that theory holds like 100% true. Like, like it could, you could have read through the lines so easily. Totally. But, but what was weird is that, like, that was the best date she's been on with any guy so far. I think, at least, like, in terms like of most like natural enter- and like most yeah, fun terms, and like, yeah, in terms of like entertainment wise. Yeah, and and just all around value. Like, at least she had. It looked like they had fun. They're laughing, and they like got serious at one point. I don't yeah, know, like, I guess. Yeah, my issue with it though is like, it seemed like there was never. There was never a time during the date when they had like an intimate moment. You know what I mean? Like it was almost like too fun. It's yeah. like, okay, when's the serious shit? Like if you only leave the serious shit until dinner time, like dude, like that's that's tough, yeah. man. Like there's gotta be some sort of sensual value 
That is true. Uh, eventually, eventually, at one point, you do have to just reach down for the big toe and just give it a big slurp if you can. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of easy going home, that was the spoiler. So, remember last episode, I said, like, fuck, I looked at the spoiler. That oh, was that it. that was the one. Hey? That okay, was so it. you're you're good now. You're in the clear. Uh, I'm good. I don't know anybody else that's going home, so I'm fine. Um, but dude, like, I guess the talk of the town right now on the show is, and we're going to find out who leaves, like literally at the beginning of next episode, Bennett or Noah, man, one of them, not none of them. uh, One's going home for sure. Yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, they both could be going home, but dude, like Bennett, man, I, I'm going to try and retract my statement here, dude. Like I kind of like, because famously you like, liked, right? I loved Bennett, but like he's almost doing too much now where it's like, okay, like you're starting to become like just like a pretentious douchebag. Like before I liked him because like he just he loved hanging out with the boys and he was like the older guy in the room. Like he was kind of like the cool dad or like, the you know what I mean? Like he's like that yeah. guy. But yeah. now it's like. I don't want to say that I feel bad for Noah because I still think he's a fucking mm-hmm. snake. Um. But, dude, like, Bennett's just trying too hard, man. He's trying too hard. Well, and the-, <laughs> the worst part is he's trying too hard for the the wrong objective. Like, he's try- he's doing the fucking Ed thing where he's, like, making his sole objective that, like, Noah goes home or, or like, that, like, yeah. Noah's the focus. We're like, he- what a fucking idiot to give the gifts. Like, you gotta I be died. kidding me, right? Like, died, when he's dude. giving him the book and he's like, I feel strongly that you lack in three of these areas yeah, like of emotional he's intelligence of, he's like yeah five of them so like we're deficient so, in four yeah like, <laughs> that's so fucking ironic that he's like lecturing this kid on fucking emotional intelligence when if you ask him like bennett did you actually think this was going to go over well with any human in the world he'd say like absolutely dude i'm a great teacher yeah he's like no bennett you're a fucking idiot dude like you dude. can't even spell dude i just i don't know man i like with Bennett, like there's something about him. I think the the one part that just made me die was uh, when they're in like the art studio and like Noah sits beside Tasia. Bennett tells her to just get up and move. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a <laughs> like what a power move, dude! Flex, man. I died. But oh, you know, credit. You know what? I'll give credit where it's due, though. Um, and I, I don't really have a whole lot to say more. We can kind of give our takes on who goes home out of Bennett and Noah um, yeah. after this. But, you know, credit to Tasha, man. Like, she, like, most most bachelorettes, like, they're like, yeah, I don't really know what goes on in the house. And, like, they never, like, dive into, like, the shit that goes on. But I liked how she literally said, like, in front of all the guys, She's like, yeah, Bennett and Noah, there's something going on between you guys, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Like, I have never seen that on the show. Where I feel like some girls or most bachelorettes or even bachelors as well, they just get so naive about what fucking happens in the house. And Tasha kind of took that head on, so I actually like that because it kind of it spices up this season. Like, this season is definitely not as, uh, I would say, predictable than most, for sure. Yeah. I would agree. Like going into the going into the stretch now, there's a lot. I think there's like five guys who have a real, real good chance of this so far. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think going into the the decision here between Noah and Bennett, I would say it's a it's a slam dunk case. The like the the cliffhanger that they leave you with when they say what's that box? 
<laughs> I died. I died. Tasha's like, what's with the present? And I'm like, oh, brother, you fucked up, dude. He's like, I can't yeah, like, wait. I can't wait for him put to try to table. explain that. I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, she must be picturing himself, herself ending up with this guy and saying, like, yeah, I don't think I can do it anymore. Like, you'll be at a dinner party and you'll be telling a guy, like, what he's deficient in in his arm workouts and it just won't be, it won't go over well. Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. Um, fuck. So you think it's a slam dunk? No contest that Bennett I think, goes home. I think it's a slam dunk that Bennett is for sure going home. It's just mm-hmm. whether or not Noah goes with him. Yeah. And I, I think there's a real chance that happens, but I, I, I would bet that it, I would put my money that it's not. Mm-hmm. I think it's just Bennett going home. See ya. Yeah. I mean, I, Man, I don't want it to be true because I, I actually like, I hate both of them. I, I'm, I'm, I hope you're right in the sense that they both go home. I think you're right. I think you're definitely right though that Bennett is like a lock to go. Um, my biggest thing though is like just like how he goes. Like I'm curious to see like is you don't think like don't think for a second that he's not going to say one fucking thing to Tasha if she just sends him home. Like he's obviously <laughs> gonna say something. He's gonna be like, uh yeah, so Noah has one of five uh things emotional <laughs> intelligence. You have zero, and he probably hops <laughs> in the back of that SUV and just fucks off. <laughs> and just goes back to his Harvard circle of friends who are like, dude, you did the right thing there. Yeah, like, dude. He just man. goes back to like his big skyscraper office in New York City being a fucking <laughs> financial manager. God. Yeah. Um, tough, tough luck, Bennett. Okay, so we're at forty right now. We got some NFL talking. What else do we have left? Is that uh, a cu- couple of loose end topics near the end? I believe as well. Forget okay, which cool. one's there. So for all the people that actually don't give a shit about the NFL, um, we will see you in the next probably what fifteen twenty minutes here. Pretty much, yeah. Fast forward. Look at the timestamps. Do yourself a That's favor. That's what they're there for. Hello and welcome. My name is Brad Lieb. I am a former professional hockey player and this is the Life After Hockey podcast. This is the place where I'll be interviewing former players and exploring their life after hockey journeys, including their successes, challenges, and the causes that they are passionate about. So please, join me on the Hockey Podcast Network every Saturday for new episodes and follow me on Twitter at Brad M. Lieb for all my podcast updates. And until then, keep going and enjoy your life. Let's go life after hockey, baby. Woo! <laughs> so how do you want to go into this? Obviously, we can do like a breakdown of, uh, of the game. Yeah, I got some, I got some notes on the things that I was going to talk about. I'll, I'll, I can lead in and I'll talk about a little Baker Mayfield here. My God, did Baker Mayfield light the world on fire today? At least for yeah. at least for an hour and a half. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, going into this game, I would say that the consensus around the world, around the sporting world and the betting world, was that the Tennessee Titans were most likely going to make a stamp on this game and really show who they were and really keep keep it going, considering what they just did to the Colts, but. I don't really think anyone saw this coming on the Brown side of things, especially their offense struggling. But Baker Mayfield comes in and puts up four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. In the first half. That's that's Mahomes numbers right there. 
Oh yeah. As, as, as a guy who's just known for kind of doing the, um, who's the, who's the other quarterback that just passes off the ball every time the Mitch, no, not Mitch. Who is it? For There's what? A, oh, the, the Kirk cousins were like every, uh, every fucking win that he has, you end up looking at his stat line and it's like, yeah, he went 12 for 14 with 112 passing yards and he scored <laughs> 31 points. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you're like, where's it? And then you're like, oh yeah, there's a punt return, a kick return, and defense had two takeaways. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and Dalvin <laughs> Cook had 16, 16 touchdowns today too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So huge shout out to Baker. What a game, dude. Baker Mayfield, man. Um. Okay, so I we can agree that like he's good. Like he's a good quarterback. Would you not agree? Yep. Absolutely. So. I definitely wouldn't put him anything above that. But what I would say, though, is would you agree that maybe Baker is possibly one of the more electric quarterbacks in the NFL? Because because he has stints of shittiness. But like, like when he goes off, like he like goes off and like like no one's better than Baker when when he's on like his own Baker day. Yeah, what I would say, I don't think electric's the right word for him because I don't find that he's like, like edge of your seat. Yeah, he's not edge of your seat kind of guy. He doesn't he doesn't run a lot, and he's not good at it. No, he doesn't really like he he throws. He they play the deep ball once in a while. They didn't really play it too much until today. Yeah, like their their entire offense doesn't really allow him to be an electric quarterback in the NFL. I would say he's easily like top fifteen quarterback in my book. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I not easily, maybe near the there. top end of that, but top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, and, for sure. And so he he's great for what he is, but I don't mm-hmm. know if electric's the word. Like even a guy like I would say even Jalen Hurts is more electric than him because he yeah you have the potential of a blow up, but you've got every play in the book on Jalen Hurts too. You've got yeah. a, you could be a shitty deep pass, it could be a dime, it could be a big run, it could be a fumble. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know what? Like Tennessee, like it just there's two teams in the AFC that I just, I don't trust. And it's the Colts and it's the Titans, man. Like I just, I don't, I I feel like the Titans, they're just, they're too inconsistent. Um, and like some games they're on, but like some days, dude, like you look at Tannehill and you're like, Oh my God, you know, like this guy or like his offensive line, they can't stop shit. Like, it's just, it's just a multitude of things sometimes that pile up with uh, with the Titans, I find. It's like when it rains, it pours in Tennessee. That's the way that I would put it. Yeah, and I would say one of the biggest holes in their team is that when they get um, down, they like they, they got nothing. Like, they don't have much. Well, yeah, because they right have now. to. No, and that's and, the thing. They do well playing with the lead. But the thing is, is like when you have to start airing the ball out <laughs> because you're down by a lot, like Tennessee does not have that. They yeah. don't have that. And AJ Brown and even Corey Davis, like great passing targets, but it just doesn't, they just don't hit the same as a team that can, that can pass the ball down the field consistently. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel better watching the Raiders pass the ball than I do the Titans, which is a, that's a problem considering the Raiders are seven and five and the fucking, the Titans are eight and four and like a way yeah. better dominant team. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think, and, and believe me, like the, the Titan defense, I think is really good. Um, and, I truly believe that the Titans are one number one receiver away from being like a really good team. If they can match to keep AJ Brown and Corey Davis and get a solidified number one wide receiver, 
receiver, they are going to be so good. Tannehill just needs like a number one target to throw to. And he's never had that in his career. He never had it in Miami. He doesn't have it right now in Tennessee. And he's always had pretty good running backs in both organizations. But he's never like we've never seen like a true connection of like, you know, a Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins or a Brady and Edelman or, a you know, uh, that sort of like or like even like a Wilson and Metcalf, like Tannehill has never had that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I would say that AJ Brown is on the same, like AJ Brown is a better receiver than Edelman ever was, but yeah, it's yeah. just obviously the quarterback compared to Tannehill isn't the same there, but I, for sure you're, you're right that they just need, I, I, I'm not sure if the scheme is really right or what uh, it, it really harms their team that Henry can't catch the ball out of the backfield. And that's not really his game. He's just a handoff guy. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, he's a Mar- he's a Marshawn. Like Marshawn was never really good at catching the ball out of the backfield either. Like he's their power yeah. backs. Like they're up the middle. Like linebackers don't need. Like they're literally like it's like a safety trying to tackle these guys, um, because they're just so big and they're so powerful. Like they're yeah. not like a McCaffrey. They're not like a Dalvin Cook. Like that's not their style of play. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Uh, moving on to another take. Do you have Do you have one you want to move into? Um. I'm trying to think here. Uh, what what game was I? What dude? On you know what? Honestly, if we can just touch on kind of the last four games of the 10 a.m. Pacific time games today, and how all the men did, dude. Like the just how, bang bang plays left like and right. The, like the lines were oh, man. Just fuck the Bears, dude. I I hate that. <laughs> I hate these matchups, dude. Like. Those are the matchups that just like they cost you the week. And like to me, like they're coin flips, man. Like they're just so bad. Like, and you know what? Credit to Matt Stafford. And you know what? Fuck you, Matt Patricia. Like you're out, new coach. Like the Lions at this point have nothing to lose. Um, you know, and I guess the Bears don't really have anything to play for either. Um, but so that was one. The the Raiders game, dude, was fucking banana lands. Oh, that was God. crazy. That was nuts. Yeah, and what just when you think it's all over, and their and their season would pretty much be like on the verge of being sealed at that point, if not Ooh. done for sure. The the Raiders, oh, if they yeah, if yeah. they lose that game, if they go to six and they're, six on the they're season, done. they're, they're done. with the they're with the Patriots, dude. Like, and yeah. that's in a stacked AFC where you know, like, you're gonna need a pretty good record to get in the playoffs. There, you're definitely gonna yeah. need like at least a nine and a nine and seven. Oh, you'll yeah. need better than that. You'll probably need. You'll probably need a. But what's I actually? How many games are in the season? Sixteen. I, I always have trouble six, with this one. There's there's eighteen weeks, but there each team gets two buys. Yeah, so it's sixteen games. Yeah, yeah. so I I think nine. I don't. I I think nine and seven gives you a hard time of get making the playoffs for this. I think it's ten and six easily. Yeah, I mean, I think ten ten and six gets you in in the AFC East, and but dude, like when you look at that. You know, you've got Miami who pulled out a huge win. We've yet to see Buffalo play, but who are they playing? Uh, they have a close. They're playing up. the Niners, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um. So, you know, when you look at that, like the Niners, like yes, they're hurt and everything, and their defense is is completely different. But you know, they're like Buffalo. Like I find like Josh Allen, like he can either be like really, really good or like he can just get swallowed up by defense and like nothing happens, you know, like that's the way I kind of feel about Buffalo. So, but dude, like the, like if we're going to touch on the Pats, dude, like, is this like Belichick, like putting a stamp on the Patriots season, like guys, like 
we're not done. Like in the words of Tom Brady's ghost, we're still here. Yeah. Um, like they're like, that's crazy today, dude. Like that was nuts. Like fantasy point wise, I'm pretty sure the Pats put up 35 points. That's fucking Yeah. Two block fantasy. Fucking shut out everything. Like absolutely. Four crazy. sacks. Like they literally like the chargers legit, like laid a fucking egg. And with how depleted that Patriots defense is, that is so bad for the chargers. Like their head coach, like he needs to go. Like, is that not, like, is that not the final yeah. straw? I would say so. I think Anthony, Anthony Lynn is kind of in the same boat as fucking Adam Gase at this point. Like, both yeah. of those guys making bonehead plays as a coach week in and week yeah. out. Uh, Just bad to, calls. Completely. And, like, the Chargers are 3-9 and nine in the season, and they've got a better roster than 3-9. and nine. I'm not going to say they're not a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. No. No. They're not. They are not a. They're not a three and nine lose forty five to nothing to the Patriots kind of team. Not no. when you have a fucking franchise quarterback, some pretty good receivers, and like and a, a good of, running back. Yeah, and a hell of a player on defense and Joey Bosa. Like you, yeah. I know you got some injuries, but come on, you're better than that. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Crazy. I think he's gone. I think he's. Gone I think. Easily. I think it's gotta be. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be the coach at this situation. Like at this point, like the fact that Herbert is having, like almost like a record breaking rookie season. And again, like I would agree, not a playoff team, but you're right. Three and nine with, with a team like what they have and the impact that Herbert has made instantly is unacceptable. Like there's yeah. got to be something going on there. And, and I think the guy that has to wear that is the coach because you can't write off Herbert and Keenan Allen is unreal. Austin Eckler is good when he's healthy. And uh, who is the other wide receiver? I think he's hurt right now. I think it's Mike Williams. Mike Williams, yeah. Um, and, you know, Joey Bosa, like the fact that their defense, you know, is kind of back on track with him back in the lineup, you know, but you're right, like 45 to nothing, dude. Like that's fucking embarrassing. Like no matter what, yeah. like even if the Jets lost that to any team, that is embarrassing to me. Um, yeah. So anyway. anytime, anytime you get shut out in a fucking NFL game, that should not happen. Yeah, that's a like, lot. That should, that should happen in a mismatch college game, and that's the only time. Um, um, next game, do you want to go on? You want to go into the Seahawks, dude? Because I, I picked I the Giants, need, dude. I picked I the think Giants. We, you are a genius. Then I, I did not see this one coming at all. I will uh, hand up, hand up on this one. Was I ever wrong about the fucking the what is it? The NFC West is that what the division? Yeah, is? the NFC oh, West. Fuck, this is the first year where I actually know the divisions like decently well. I the end, I, hand up, I was fucking as wrong as you could be about this division. And in terms of, I thought the Seahawks were actually one of the better teams in the entire NFC. And I did not understand how good the Rams were. And so, yeah. let me just be clear when I say the Rams are the NFC West right now. The Cardinals are fully buried. And the Seahawks, what mask are you wearing? I do not know who you are. Yeah. Like, for, you, I, I don't know. Like, do you remember fucking? Oh no, that's actually off. I'll have to tell you about that example later because I think that's that. I was going to use a WWE example that in the time was like <laughs> was allowed. Get ready TV. to bleep this all out here. Should I should, <laughs> I? should I just say the example and then Ralph can bleep it? But yeah, go for it. Again. Do, do you remember on WWE when they had <laughs> the fucking? <laughs> no. Okay, I'll send you that after. It was, it's like looking back at it, it was fucked. <laughs> like it was like. <laughs> I can't believe they let that on TV. That's what the fucking Seahawks are, dude. They're nuts. So, dude, 
Oh, yeah. But, like you lose to the Daniel Jones less Giants. What's going on, dude? Colt McCoy? Yeah. You're getting beat by Cowboy McCoy? But dude, you know what it is though? You know what it is? And what? I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say that. Yeah, dude, like the Giants are good. The Giants are good. I actually had no idea that Daniel Jones wasn't playing today. I thought he was playing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'll take the Giants all day because I do truly believe, like, I didn't pick the Giants because of Daniel Jones. I picked the Giants because I had a feeling that, like, they're deep, like, their defense is good. Um, Like, real, oh, fucking Patrick Mahomes, the Tyree kill. What a, what a catch. Oh, he's got, that's brutal. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Man, oh, anyway, the Hill, the Hill and Mahomes connection, and there's a flag now. Here we go. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, like I had no idea Daniel Jones wasn't playing. So then I see there's like they do like the camera angle where they zoom in on the quarterback, and I'm like, who the? I'm like, I literally said out loud like to no one. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and like, and here comes Colt McCoy. I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, I'm out. I'm like, I'm out for this week. And then I took a nap because I'm like, I don't want to watch like the onslaught that the Giants defense is going to have to take because their offense can't stay on the field long enough. And then I woke <laughs> up like two hours later. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, the Giants might be able to do this. And I look like a genius, but yeah. oh my it was God, not in the case. game. Yeah. I'm like, they're actually in the <clears> game, but you know, if I'm going to look at Seattle, dude, they're a fucking six dressed up as a nine, buddy. Like, they're they're like that they girl are. at the club that, like, you're like, oh, my God, she's so cute. And then, like, a last call when all the lights come on, you're like, yeah, I'm good, dude. Like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> like, it's <Yeah>. like that <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, you couldn't have described it better, dude, because this, like, I've said it week in and week out. They have the names on the defense, and for some reason, it's just not getting done. Like, you cannot tell me that this is a roster that deserves to have, like, one of the worst defenses in the last 10 years. That's just not correct. Yeah. It's just not – something's not jiving there. Yeah. Um, either way, we can move on here. Are we done with the NFL talk a little bit? Do you have any more pressing stories we wanted to get to? I mean, dude, like, once again, like, just to touch on your point, we can wrap this up. This can be the final point is, you're right, the NFC East – or the NFC West is just a shit show. Like, it is – basically what the nfc east wants to be that is what the nfc west is it's everything that the eagles and washington and the giants and cowboys aspire to be and like that that's what they are they're just polar opposites yeah. just different coasts well, shout, just out to the, the shout, out, shout out to the giants dude what have they now they won four in a row or five in a four row, in a row dude four i'm, I'm row. gonna say that i'm gonna say this right now if the giants win this division regardless of Actually, I'm not going to say regardless of their record. I think if the Giants can actually somehow pull above 500 on the season, I will confidently say they deserve to be in the playoffs. I well, think they, ab- fucking absolutely. I think they've actually had like a really good season. You know, losing Saquon, you lose Daniel Jones. Like, dude, like this Giants defense is, is crazy. Um, yeah. And if they can figure out just a few more things on offense, give give Jones a little bit more weapons to play with um, and keep Saquon healthy. Like the giants are going to be good. They're going to be really good. Yeah. And I would say the entire division is, is no longer about making fun of the four teams. It's more about making fun of the fucking, the Cowboys and the, um, the Eagles. That's what it's turned into. 
because the Washington football team yeah. is also a dynamite defense and and the Giants like actually like a pretty good contender like has the potential to upset someone in the playoffs so I think division's kind of flipped up flipped yeah. itself on its head a little bit yeah it's, um, it's interesting it's interesting with those two teams for sure yeah okay so why don't we move on here uh the last thing I would say I guess is, is Jalen Hurts uh please start him next game give me something entertaining to bet on the Eagles for because at least he 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 gets shit done whether it's not whether it's good or bad at least he makes things happen yeah that's my last point yeah uh, okay. I mean are we? Are you yeah. got a last point. Yeah. You got a last, move on. Little, little nugget. You want a nugget? Well, well, well. Just last point. Like <laughs> literally the last one. Then we'll wrap like the it up. Fourth last point. You guys are I doing <laughs> the last last I point. Know. I'm looking forward though to just seeing how the offenses are going to be built with Washington and New York uh, this offseason because their defenses are good. You know, like that front, that defensive four on Washington is so nasty, dude. And then you just look at the Giants' defense as a collective. This offseason, I'm so excited. I wish the I wish Washington was so bad where they could actually like their front four was decent, but still would get lit up. And then they could get Trevor Lawrence, and then <laughs> yeah, and just kind of go from there. That's what I'd hope for. Yeah. Well, there there was an interesting moment today. Last, last, last. <laughs> move on. There was an interesting moment on Reds when they pointed out today where there was a point where the Jets were slated to win against the Raiders, moving their record to one and eleven or whatever it would be, or twelve. I don't know what yeah. they'd be at now. And then, the, and it was also with the Jags. The Jags were too, right? Yeah, the Jags were slated to be tied for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, so that was pretty nutty. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Okay, so Josh, you ha- you had it this week. I learned you learned something this week, right? Yeah, fuck. I I forgot about that. I thought we were ready about to uh, wrap up here. So um, I actually have a couple things here. So the first one, uh, I haven't even told you guys this before we recorded. Um, But this week I learned, uh, remember to lock your car. Uh, No. I didn't didn't do that last night, boys. Um, So thankfully, thankfully nothing. Oh, what? Like nothing was... Well, one thing was stolen, but it wasn't technically mine, but I bought it and I'm out money now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got home from work, super tired. I swear I locked my car. I, I guess I didn't because nothing was smashed. Like my window wasn't smashed. Everything was fine. Um, yeah. But I had to go buy a $200 gift card to the mall because um, we're doing a competition at work. And the winner of this competition, we give the gift card to the employee. So, nor like obviously, I'm not buying this out of the goodness of my heart. I would have gotten reimbursed for it, but I hadn't claimed it yet. Like I hadn't actually, like I had the receipt and the gift card, and it was up in my car where you, you know, like those sunglass holders, like just like by your rear view mirror. Yeah. Um, like it's like up there, and sure as shit, I, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like, what did they steal? I'm like, there's nothing relevant in my glove box. Um, so which is whatever. I had all my ski stuff in there which wasn't taken at all. Um, but the gift card was gone and it was 200 bucks. And so now I'm out 200, uh, which I'm kind of choked about. So ugh, I just, it was just one of those things. I'm like, fuck man. Like it's just one of those conscious decisions that like, you just have to like remind yourself about. Cause like I didn't do it and it was such a big fucking mistake on my end. So I'm kind of choked. Yeah. Um, what I would, yeah. dude, I would add to this because, I will say when I've had my car also broken into a couple of times with uh, 
the knot. Yeah, just like forgetting to lock it or whatever happens. I don't know. I swear most of the time I do lock it. Same thing as you, but I don't know. Um, when this happens to me, dude, my fucking skin. Yeah. Like, I would say that is that is one of the things in this world that pisses me off the most. When someone steals from me, like when it's just a fucking mm-hmm. stranger, I, I go through like the, the childish thoughts of like, okay, how do I, how do I set something up to catch this guy? Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think we talked this on the podcast one time. Cause I remember joking about like, okay, we're going to like, he did this on a Tuesday. So like two Tuesdays from now, I'm going to park my car in the same spot. I'm going to leave the door unlocked again. And I'm going to fucking wait on the hill with a hockey stick and take it to this guy's <laughs> fucking face. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, these guys pissed me off so much. Like, but don't you, just, don't you want to just catch them though? And like fucking feed them the sweet chin music. Well, well that was the thing. So, so they stole a gift card. So my instant thought, um, cause like I didn't get in my car today until like 11 o'clock. So the mall, the mall for the gift card would have already been open. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna call the mall, um, to see if they can cancel. I'm like, fuck this guy, and yeah. so I call, and the guest representative is like super nice. I'm like, look, and I, like obviously I'm not mad at her. I'm like, look, I'm like, you don't, I'm like, you don't have to refund me. I'm like, I just want you to cancel the card. Like, I don't want this person like using this at all. Um. And I told her the day that I purchased it on, like she had my email and everything. <coughs> the person had already spent the two hundred dollars instantly. Oh, wow. And I'm like, and then I'm like, okay. And I'm like, now I'm like, now I'm just kind of like fishing for nothing. I'm like, just out of curiosity, like, are you able to see like where, like, what stores the gift card was spent on? She's like, no, like, unfortunately, like, we, like, uh. I can't see that. I can just see like <coughs> it was just two hundred dollars was taken off. And and that the balance is zero. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I want to get inside this guy's fucking head. Like, where's this yeah, guy shopping right? at the mall? I'm going to wait Same. for him. Anyone that uses a gift card, I'm going to slam him up against the wall and be like, hey, you break into a fucking Master 3 recently in New West? Huh? And just fucking just interrogate everybody. But, uh. See, yeah, maybe this so. would this could be a good a good little fucking video content here. Maybe we do this a few weeks from now. We put another gift card in Josh's sunglasses holder. Oh, would you look at that? An empty, an empty gift card. An yeah, empty an empty gift, gift card. And we'll put like a little tracker device in it. Or we'll just wait outside and film it all. Or an we'll empty just... wallet. An empty wallet and an exposed car will leave the car unlocked So because I don't want my window being broken. Yeah, um, totally. And and we'll just see. We'll take everything else out, but we'll just leave the wallet. So are you, I'm curious. Are you guys, I feel like you're going on the lines of, of more like punk him, like, like leave an empty wallet, like, haha, you suck. But I'm yeah. thinking, are you guys down with the more like violent side where we wait it with baseball bats? The more like how to catch a predator <laughs> side. Yeah. Yeah. Like get them on video. Be like, hey, what's up, fuck face? Bet yeah, you never but expected then, to be on Twitter, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Stick and Ring Podcast. It's like, well, did you have fun, sir? <laughs> we should just interview him. We should interview him on the spot. Hey, uh, just any thoughts about getting caught uh, with an empty wallet in your hand from another guy's car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought being um, scum of the earth, bottom of the barrel, loser. What? My my last this week I learned because I actually had two written down. Uh, my last <clears> one was this week I learned, don't fucking grocery shop on a fucking Sunday. Worst decision of your fucking life. And I don't go to the grocery store that much. You guys know that I'm a pretty much eat out type of guy. And when I do go to the grocery store, it consists of like taquitos. Um, but like I go in there and I'm like, dude, like. I'm like, it's overwhelming. And like, people are like in your kitchen too, dude. Like, they do not 
give you space. Like they are not socially distanced. Like it is a free for all in there. Like hope for the hope for the best. What grocery store did you go to? Safeway. Yeah. See, I'm a big Safeway Foods guy. I'm a big superstore guy. Real Canadian till I die. Yeah. Yeah. See, like superstore, I can like that's like the downgrade from Costco. Like Costco, I've heard is like a zoo, like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and superstore, I would say, is right behind there. So, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Grocery shopping on Sunday, not smart. I had my biggest grocery bill I've ever had since I moved out. How much? Uh, it was four hundred and forty dollars. Oh my god! How long is that going to last you? (laughs) We're thinking it it better two weeks. It it should be it should be two and a half to three weeks. If it doesn't meet two and a half weeks, we got issues. Like more on the lines of like, are we throwing out food? Are we like, is like, is there a fucking rat in the house that's taking it down a hole? Like, where's it going? Who do you blame blame first for eating too much? You or Megan? Ah, easily me, dude. I snack like a, I snack like a, like I'm, I'm like a garbage disposable that needs to be fed, or also to start barking. Dude, I wanna, dude, I wanna have like a food cost report from you, dude. I wanna see how much, how much waste you have. I want a well, wastage report. I would, I would say that I, I went with a big meat, uh, big meat haul this time. Got, a, got okay. some chicken breast, got some fucking wild salmon. That always hits you with a nice thirty-two oh, yeah. price tag. Oh, right that'll do cheap. it. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah, That'll you get some right ribs there. too. You get some twelve ounce steaks. Or ah, I wish I splurged. I didn't do that either. I just fucking no, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, I fucked God. up. No, I just did some ground ground turkey, ground pork. You know, fuck me, whatever. Uh, you know, just casual shit. Yeah, just casual, bro. Uh, yeah. Last one. Okay, last topic, boys. We have a bit of an announcement slash like alert. New segment coming your way for sticking rig listeners. Raffle, why don't you kind of explain this one? Yeah, this uh, is your idea, Raff. Yeah, so one thing that we always talked about was that we wanted to do another segment that kind of involves all of us and kind of gets us a little bit more opinionated because we very clearly all have different views on a lot of things. Yeah, we we all like watching TV. We all like watching movies. So we thought that we're going to try giving each other or giving, I guess, the group a weekly movie to watch. You guys can always feel free to tune in, watch on your own time and come up with your own opinions and whatnot and then we're just gonna get together and we're gonna review it and see what people have to say i love it yeah i love we're gonna it, dive deep into the characters we're gonna dive deep into the plot how yeah. we think it is overall we're gonna have repercussions big. if you don't watch the fucking movie yeah oh god that'll be is nice that's the rule if <laughs> yeah. you don't watch the movie you owe one person a bottle of wine uh you owe the individual who chose the movie a bottle of wine yeah that's correct that so we're gonna just you fuel our feelings. alcoholism yeah yeah <laughs> very good very good that's right. So the only issue is we don't have a name for this this segment yet. So we need to involve the fans. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna somewhat leave this up to the fans. We need your input. So on Instagram, Twitter, we're gonna be making posts trying to get your guys' input. We're basically looking for something funny. Like we're a fucking funny show. So yeah, we're a funny show. We funny, don't want something like, sexual. oh my god, the stick, <laughs> like the stick and rink movie review segment. No, <laughs> don't That's do that. Stupid. If don't you even suggest that, we're gonna block you. We don't need you. Like for example, <laughs> Ralph has already come up with three like pretty good names, but they just weren't that funny. Like they were very like good, actually punctual. I don't know what the word is. Like they were to the point. They were straightforward. Yeah, they were accurate, but we yes. said no to them because they just weren't. They weren't. I think they we're weren't looking us. for. Like they what? What are us. some buzzwords? We're looking for crude, 
We're looking for rude, and we're looking for <laughs> saucy. <laughs> so get throw a sauce on the name for us. Come on, can we guys, can we write that down? Crude, rude, and saucy. I like that. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a good little little zing word for us. So, someone actually write that down. That might be another segment. Crude, I can already picture us like saucy. in a fucking in a boardroom one day, like explaining <laughs> our brand to some investors, and the, like the first slide that we turn to is just. Rude, rude, and saucy. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's so funny is we're not actually like rude people. We're actually just like, just I'd say we're like scale one to ten, boys. Before we wrap this up here, scale one to ten. Rate yourself one to ten, being a gentleman. Ten being you're like James Bond gentleman. One, you're like a total dirtbag. Like you're just like you're not. Do you think like what are we capable of or what do we act like? I put myself at a soft seven. No, okay, yeah, I, I like that um yeah no i'm more thinking on the terms of just like the like just like overall like if you like just how you are with like I'm a nine just, dude you're nine day to day basis day to day i've never Raph, seen only, you can't be a, a you, seven elijah can't be a fucking nine i've never never seen him open the door for megan ever <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> yeah hey, you can personally ask her one day dude once in a while i hustle over to that passenger door and slam it right after she gets in <laughs> <laughs> on his way back over just like vaults the hood yeah. like oh. starsky and hutch <laughs> style <laughs> what's up lady get in <laughs> oh my god all right dude. Pretty pretty much it, wait josh what are you Oh, that's right. <laughs> fuck Josh. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. Um, yeah, I'd say I'm probably like a seven point three. Ah, see, that's a four. Ro- yeah. The sevens are a rookie rookie number. It's just in the middle. Five, eight point like, two. There you go. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mine was a rookie number too. I gave a flat number. I'd say a nine point six probably. Nine point seven point four. Yeah, okay. I'm a, I'm okay. a nine point six. On opposite days, it flips to a six point nine. So that's not never a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay now that officially wraps it as episode 99.6 the movie segment will be coming in once a week hopefully to start we're gonna see how it goes see what the buzzword is in the name oh we haven't uh, picked a movie yet oh <laughs> <laughs> fuck first rule about the new segment you have to pick a movie to be able to do it yeah uh raf you're gonna start us off right uh, yeah so we're sticking to netflix movies i think we agreed because all of us have yeah. netflix because josh is fucking cheap uh, we're gonna- <laughs> yo, I got fucking Disney Plus. I got Disney Plus. You want to watch up? True. I'll watch up. I got Disney Plus. Let's just start watching the Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, I have I have an actual movie, and then I have a backup in case. What's what's in case we've because because the, because the, the rule that we've said is that if a majority of the group has seen the movie recently, then we won't do the movie. Okay. Yeah, with the ultimate goal of none of us seeing it, obviously. 100%. Yeah. Not uh, going to be possible. The movie that I chose for the first week that I saw come up that I actually really want to watch that I've never seen, No Country for Old Men. Oh, boy. I've never that seen it. Is that, isn't that like a three-hour movie? Uh, I, actually, oh. <laughs> I actually didn't oh. look at that. I think it is, oh. dude. I think it's notorious for being, <laughs> wait, for wait, being hold a up, fucking hold long, slow move. No, no, like no, no, no. Two, it's two hours. It's two hours. Two hours, We're two good. minutes, a drug deal gone bad, and a bag full of cash entwined in an unsuspecting hunter, a veteran sheriff, and a murderous hitman in the Stark West, Texas desert. Yeah, okay. Josh, this is fucking like right up your alley. Yeah, no, that's fine. Oh, uh, this yeah. is... The the guy that plays Javier Bardem, like the character he plays, doesn't he look fucking creepy? Uh, from what I've heard, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna go. try and this fucking gonna... end this episode again one more time? Yeah, yeah. Another try. Here we go. Let's end this one. Yeah, fire it up.
99.6 in the books. Oh, harder, baby. Is that like a Peace. like a cut? That was supposed to be like a book closing, but it's hard oh. to do with your hands without just sending like a clap. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha.